Welcome back to our Weird History Mini-Soap, where we seek to bring you tales of the strange and unusual throughout history. What are we talking about this week? I need to know, I need to know, I need to know, I need to know. (laughs) Today we're going to talk about the Palisade gunfights. Quote, unquote, gunfights. (laughs) Look on your face, it's great. So this all started in Eureka County, Nevada, in the city of Palisade which is near Eureka, Nevada, which was a a major mining town. So Palisades would get all the extraction from the mining town. And they were also on the line through the Transcontinental Railroad's Central Pacific line. And it cut right through and the line ran from San Francisco to Chicago. So when the line ran through Palisade, it caused a great big population boom. And you also had the mining towns and around the area as well. But What's interesting about Palisade is apparently it was a very quiet kind of a community. Crime was apparently very low. The town didn't even have a sheriff, despite how busy it was. What? Yeah, the town. Yeah, the town never even had a sheriff because there was almost no crime. Well, that's not going to be no. the strangest thing that ever happens in Palisade. <laughs> so, and around the eighteen seventies. The town decided to drum up some more tourism by deciding to stage elaborate hoax gunfights, fake shootouts, in order to entertain the train passengers when they came into town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, it gets crazier. I love this one. So this started in 1876 and ran for three years until 1879. Now, it's not certain how this idea actually came up. Some say that the train can one the train conductors mentioned to one of the Palisade residents that passengers were disappointed to see that the Wild West that they were visiting wasn't anything like what they read in the dime novels back east. So you didn't have the cowboys versus Indians and raids and train robberies and bank heists and everything because Palisades was a very quiet community. Or as some have speculated townsfolk were bored and looking away for a way to entertain themselves in fact the weekly elko independent once called the palisade community quote unusually dull but still those who are in business don't growl they simply pray for better times unquote it's a bit harsh what in the (laughs) world i said it was a quiet community so Karen, according to author Karen Hill, they recruited members of the community, the railroad workers, and even local tribes joined in. As she says, states, over the next three years, the locals thrilled the travelers with a thousand fake gunfights using blanks and many, many gallons of beef blood from the local slaughterhouses. Gross. That's disgusting. And the story goes that the first stage confrontation took place when Frank West and Alvin Kettleby exchanged words with Frank calling out, and I'm not going to try to do this in a really bad Southern accent because I don't think I'm going to do it very well because <laughs> I don't know what Nevada accent sounds like. But his words were supposedly, there you are, you low-down polecat. I've been waiting for you. I'm going to kill you because of what you did to my sister. But it was all fake. Yeah, I, I kind of got that. And Nevada historian Dan Ashwell actually wrote at one point, when all the passengers were off the train, that was actually the signal for the fun to start. Shooting commenced in all directions, quote unquote, victims falling everywhere. Passengers screamed in terror and ran for safe spots, even diving under the train cars if necessary. 
And and the three years that this ran, no one was ever injured. Let the let's just scare the random people coming for a visit. That's what people want. It's apparently what people wanted. They, they, I mean, people read about the fight at the OK Corral and and the shootouts in in Deadwood, and you've got Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kids. You got the Wild Bunch. There's Bloody Bill Anderson. With, you know, you, you you've got all these. Again, I said you've got cowboys versus Indians and shootouts and raids and train robberies and bank robberies, and people wanted to actually see it because when they traveled the West. It wasn't like that anymore. It was starting to go out. Mind you, this is 1876. So, I mean, it was still, it was towards the tail end of the Wild West. But it was still kind of going on in some places, just not in Palisade. This one's, this one's funny. So Dan Ashbaugh, again, historian in Nevada, actually also stated when he was talking about the, the startups for these quote-unquote gunfights slash raids. But he also say, says that none of the passengers never noticed that the victims were quickly carried over to Johnson's saloon where they miraculously recovered and could catch the last act with each raiding gunfight would typically last in around about 10 minutes or so. And it didn't stop there. The Shoshone tribe who is or actually native to the area, they've lived there for several centuries, decided they also wanted to be on and, and on the fun as well too. And with a, a pre-range signal, they would dress up in war paint and garb and would burst onto the scene on horseback stab- fake stabbing, fake scalping six victims during these raids with quote-unquote enthusiastic abandon. And they even said that for a reasonable compensation, Native Americans would submit to being bound hand and foot and laid on the platform during the stay of the train and all around their prostrate bodies so lying on the ground, a guard of citizens would hang around them armed with immense revolvers, long rifles, and bloodthirsty bowie knives just to give the passengers the thrill. But at least they're being paid for it in one way or another. And usually during these Native American raids, quote unquote, this would be the signal for the passengers, essentially, because they'd be too afraid that this was actually happening. They would actually run directly back into the train where the train would then depart from the station. But they wanted it. Yeah, they wanted it. Then they got afraid of it and then jumped back into the station and said, okay, we're done. Let's go. After the trains would leave the station, the locals would apparently generally have laughs about how much fun they were having and how fun it was to scare people. Think of it like a haunted house attraction. If you've ever portrayed a monster during haunted house attractions and you got to scare people because it's fun. And apparently they would talk about various other ways to improve their productions and essentially staged dramas while they waited for the next train to arrive. And in fact, all these quote unquote gunfights gave Palisade the distinction of being one of the most violent places in the U.S. and was even nicknamed the toughest town west of Chicago. But it was all fake. No one knew it, but it was all fake. Not only were they staged fake gunfights and Uh, Native American raids, they would also stage fake hangings and fake bank robberies. And in fact, it actually is believed that this may have been, at least in America, the first, some historians historians categorize it as the first historical theme park. Well, think about it. There's a, there, there's a theme of what, I mean, it's like the Wild West shows over at, was, is it Six Flags that has it? Or what's, what's the amusement park around here that does that every now and then? 
There are places around you. Asking the wrong person. <laughs> you don't go. I there. go to very few theme parks. Both of them are currently closed. Well, yeah, they're all closed. There, there are a few places, Wild West shows that you can actually go see that are theme parks where you can see people participate or act out fake gunfights. But this was essentially the first known one, at least in the U.S., to do this. So, yeah, it's essentially a fake amusement park. People are paying to come into the park, quote, by train. They're staying. They're spending money. They're buying food. They're buying drinks. They're buying souvenirs. They're also paying to see the entertainment. So, technically, it's a theme park. So as we said, this only went on for about three years. So it ended in around 1879, but the town still thrived and boomed. And eventually the Western Pacific Railroad line would also pass through the town as well. So it was a very big major uh, train hub station. But very slowly over time, the mining in Eureka slowed, which meant that the population and Palisade also slowed. And also the area saw several different floods come into town so by 1961 the post office officially closed in palisade and it is today a ghost town in fact the the city itself remained in the hands of john sexton who was the former head of the eureka palisade railroad but after he passed away in 2005 his descendants actually sold the town at an auction to an unknown buyer would you like to guess how much? 1.5 million. Not even, no. Le- much less than that. Nobody lives really? here. It's, it's a ghost town. Nobody lives here. It's an abandoned town. It's not going to cost a million dollars. Okay, I'm sorry. 300,000. Less than that. Seriously? Yeah. Okay, the how, how much? 150,000. Okay, so yeah, half no. of my second guess. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, again, nobody lives here. It's an abandoned ghost town. And today, uh, you can probably, I don't know if you can drive through it, but you can certainly drive near it. And we'll definitely have pictures of it. And it's a very interesting thing. I hadn't known about it. And I thought, well, that's just interesting. I got to talk about that. Never heard of it before. Most of the stories I'll probably bring up on Weird History you probably have never heard before. That's going to do it for the policy gut fights. Uh, before we leave a little housekeeping, we are having a poll, yes? We are having a poll. Announcement already went out on the Instagram and the Facebook pages. Poll is up. We need you to vote. Last time, we had a tie, which made it really difficult. I literally had to go around asking people what they wanted to hear. So please vote. It's not just on a, in a poll format because the poll format literally only lasts like 24 hours. I also put a post up of the poll for you to put your vote in the comments. So put your vote in the comments. Pretty, pretty, pretty place. I really don't want to go around asking random people for votes again. I, I believe the topics for this poll are Diogenes and... The uses Victorians made for using mummies? I think so. Uh, Let me double check my poll here. Because we already have those out. Uh, We have... Yeah, Diogenes versus Victorian mummies. Poll closes Friday at 11.59 p.m. Friday. What date is Friday? Closes 
Friday the 26th at 11.59 p.m. Please actually vote this time. Pretty, pretty, pretty please. But that's all for today. So we'll say goodnight for today. And we will see you next week with our next full episode. And until then, bye. bye.